This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. too much about it because um, I don't I don't think there's there's a point of, of focusing too much on, on that because I've got Graham next to me in the team and, and I need to beat him and if I can beat him I can beat most of the rookies so it, it's about being consistent and, and learning as much as possible at this, at, at this stage um, this is the first short oval we come to this year so I'm quite excited to see the difference in terms of, of racing compared to the bigger ones um, I mean, we, we need to keep on, on digging and, and improving our package. We've, like I said before, we've improved the, the, the last couple of races, and we just need to keep on going and, and keep doing that. It's the first short oval. It's also the only double header of the season. Do you have like a, a plan already in place for how you're going to recover Saturday night? No. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's my birthday tomorrow, so uh, I'll legally be able to buy a beer that won't be tomorrow. But uh, but I mean, going home. Friday next weekend, I, I might be a, be a little tired on Monday, but uh, this this weekend is a little special because for me it, it seems weird that you only have one one practice, one qualifying that defines both both races, and and then you're in it. You know, um, feel like you're doing two sessions, and, and the weekend is nearly already over. You just got the, the the races to go, so it's imp- it's important. There's a lot of points to be scored this weekend, so uh, we we need to be one of those that that score score a lot. Do those two different race lengths, do you think you're going to have different strategies if they're going to work well for that? I mean, for sure, um, they will be different in terms of strategy because one, one is longer than the other. Um, but I think it's, it's more about improving your mistakes from day one, and I hope we don't make any on day one or day two. Um, but, it, I mean, even though that it seems like a long race, it's, it isn't really that long. Um, the lap is around 20 seconds, right? So uh, 250 laps doesn't really seem like much in the end. Um, I'm sure physically it will be tough with the heat. So that's something I think will be our, our biggest uh, problem to deal with. When you have one practice, do you focus more on qualifying or you focus more on race running later today? Um, with the impound between qualifying and, and race one, I think it will be tough. Um, 
I spoke to my engineer yesterday and I think there's a balance to be found between the car from qualifying to be sure it's good enough for the race because we won't score much on uh, in qualifying uh, but we will in the race so it's what the balance will will be is tough to say I think that's something we'll need to figure out later today in practice um, we had the test here earlier three weeks ago or so well, where I think we were quite competitive so I'm, I'm not too worried we just need to make sure it works when it needs to are you going to test out a cool suit or one of the drivers who's probably not going to worry about it and just deal with the heat this weekend I've never coming up on five minute news I'm Anthony Davis you might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. Never really struggled so much in the heat. Okay. Um, I actually asked the team to take the vent off at the test. Um, but I think I hope I'll be fine. Yeah. We're aiming at being fine, but I, I, I'm not planning on using the full suit. I do know. Good. Good to see. Yeah. I um, we did a. You don't want to be in Horicard. Uh, no. Good. I'd much rather be in Me either. Right? Yeah. There's much more going on here, right? Exactly. <laughs> Two races. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, we did. Um, we did a top ten ranking recently. Alex Pillow, Iowa. It's gonna be super hot this weekend. Is the key to success this weekend not only managing tires over a long stint, but being hydrated, well-rested, et cetera, et cetera, is that just as important this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. I started already at home yeah. yesterday. Um, it's, it's important, especially having two races. If it was only one race, it would be tough and stuff, but it's not important if you feel really bad on Monday. Right. Um, but here, as soon as you finish one race, you need to be... Uh, be good for for the next day so um, yeah super important um, and then the track itself it's challenging for the car for the engine for the tires especially we saw a lot of tire deck in 2020 and as warm as it's going to be on Saturday I think it's going to be uh, crazy but it's good for strategies that we yeah. can do different strategies um, so yeah it's going to be hell of a show do you think that because of the heat and the tire deg, which happens even if it's not so hot, you'll see more than a couple different strategies, just guys trying different things yeah, to for sure. maximize opportunities? Yeah, we always see, and the issue is that when you pit, you lose a lap and a half. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure we're going to see people on the podium with different stops. I, I don't know if it's going to be 
right. two more, one more, but I, I'm sure there's going to be different people finishing in good places with different strategies. With one practice and a qualifying that determines both races, how do you go into practice? Do you worry more about the races and just kind of set up your car for that? or? Yeah. At the end, qualifying, it's, it's important, super yeah. important as always. But uh, with 250 laps, if you start P1, doesn't mean that you're going to finish there. It helps you, for sure, on sure. tire strategy and stuff. But it's such a long race that... Um, it's not as important. So I mean, only one winner has ever won from the pole here. No in Fifteen way. races. So what? maybe you don't so want to start on the pole. It's better not to start on pole. Actually, okay, yeah. that's good because we're not fighting for pole. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that there's going to be multiple racing lines throughout the race? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if it's going to be only two, one and a half for sure. Like actually, on qualifying, you can do one and a half I wouldn't call it two because you don't really go all the way but um, uh, I remember 2020 being at sometimes three wide into turn one because when you have really bad tires um, against somebody that it's new they can just go wherever they want um, so yeah I think we're gonna see at least two maybe three does the heat help with that or does it make the track too slick to expand up the extra group. no I think that's much better because otherwise we would have a lot of tire deck uh, we would start all to go slower save fuel and it would be a train race like it was a little bit Texas and as soon as you try something you would see cars spinning out so I think this is a much better show for the fans and also for the drivers than what we've seen before yeah, I've, been to, I've been to loads of high V scores <laughs> not just this weekend like you know the thing for people need to remember is we're in the week of the race, but I mean, this has been a build-up for, for months, or, you know, and I've been to high vs completely undercover without any racing stuff on, and, you know, they, they're so, um, the high v standard that they hold themselves to, they've brought to this weekend, and for anyone who's here, you can see how amazing the track looks, and honestly, just, I feel just like the lucky recipient to be the driver of that car, uh, it's just absolutely it's insane, really, and it's, it's hard to even put into words what it's like to have walk into a high beam to my face, you know, on our car, <laughs> just everywhere. And, you know, the team feel it, I feel it. It's just, it's, uh, it's really hard to put into words. See, that's going to be good recognition for not just this weekend, but going forward, right? People are going to know the team, they're going to know the series, they're going to know you, you know, just, just walking around, you're going to be more popular now, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I, you know, I think if we get some good results on track, maybe it'll go that way for sure. And I think the way that High View come in and wanted to activate and use the series as a marketing tool, you know, is beyond anything I've ever seen in an IndyCar before. Uh, you know, and frankly, I feel like a lot of sponsors could, if, if they ha if they can, can take a leaf out of this book on how to make a successful partnership. And, you know, again, it's when you go to a store, you come out to the track now, there's clearly just a standard that Hy-Vee holds themselves to and they want to do everything to that standard. And, um, you know, clearly across all Hy-Vees, but, you know, I feel it a lot in when we come to Iowa, you know, we do get recognized a lot more. And, you know, that um, the advertising of me in the car, you know, even just all the merchandise they do and everything, and it's in every store, you know, and you might not see the same T-shirt in every store necessarily, but, I mean, they all... They all are carrying it, and uh, it's just amazing to be a part of it. Now, how do you feel about your bright red car this weekend? I think it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it looks really cool. I think some of the uh, 
spotters are having a hard time picking out the matte black you know on the track but i think the red car looks sweet and uh, i think we're going to be using that one through you know the remainder of the season now as well so uh yeah hopefully the red car brings us a little more look than the black one did and a bit more speed so I think this is just a weekend where obviously we'd love to have a good result because it's it's high V's home race. You know, I feel lucky that I feel like I've had two home races this year, one in Indy now and then one here. And um, yeah, just want to go and at this point just get the weekend started. Sure, sure. Um, you mentioned maybe the red car will bring you a little bit more pace. How would you rate your first season here with, with Ray Hall? Do you Not very good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how can you rate it anything other yeah, than that? Yeah. I mean, it hasn't been hasn't been great i think team performances in general have been a little down and you know when we have had some pace in the gp even last weekend in toronto we had some things go against us that you know sometimes some of was in our control some wasn't in our control so you know we have to do better at controlling those variables and honestly making the most of it when we're in position to have a good result so i mean i think the the, the first half of the season anyway had some promise had some bad bits you know and we just have to work on all of that together and um just got, we want to do more, you know. I, I came here for a specific set of reasons, and we want to achieve them. How many different high V merchandise items have you signed? Like weird, you know, I napkins, pretty much everything, everything. Like barbecue set, flag, <laughs> shot what's glasses. The weird, what's the weirdest thing? I mean, honestly, like I think at this point, I pretty much signed everything people have. You know, bottle openers, like the word, everything. That's all I have. Yeah. <laughs> Had an award Friday before first practice. How are you feeling about a, a hot Iowa weekend? Um, what am I feeling? I think it's going to be physical. I think it's going to be challenging. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of very different strategies going on depending on where a car balance is for you know, certain drivers, certain teams. Um, first of all, I've never seen a place like this. I think Hyvee has done a magnificent job, and um, it seems like it's going to be a pretty packed event. So I'm really pumped about it. Um, racing here is always so enjoyable. You have no idea where you're at up until like the last ten laps, which make it just so cool and just so enjoyable and so different to every other race that we go to. Um, but it's going to be tough, man. I'm kind of bummed that we're not having it in the night. Um, it's going to be two very tough races, 300 laps, 600 laps in two days, in the peak of the sun and the heat. Uh, so that's definitely going to be one of the biggest challenges, right? Um, and not just for the drivers, but the entire day. And, like, it already is pretty bad. Right. So even, you know, add that on top of it, it's going to be even tougher. Um, but I'm looking forward to the challenge. I think it's going to be very interesting and important to obviously not treat race one as a test, but you need, you got to do that race because you will learn a lot that you won't be able to have a chance in practice that you can then apply for race two. When you have one practice today setting up for the rest of the weekend, do you focus on qualifying at all in practice or are you mainly race running today? Um, I think a little bit of both. I think if, if your car, it is so much more important to have a good race car here than it is to have a good qualifying car. So in my opinion, uh, race running is going to be way more important to do than qualifying. Good luck. Maybe 10, 20 laps to go up until then. So what, how do you, how's the mentality to get yourself to that point? Is it stay out of trouble? Is it find everything, get good feedback? I and mean, where do you go? I think finding the right balance of... of of patience in a way 
um, because I think if you if you start off too excited in the start of the stint, man, by lap 40 you're going to be miserable and you got to go 20 more laps um, to be able to make it into a I think a full three stopper with no yellows. So um, I think tire deg is going to be the biggest factor that comes into play this weekend um, and just managing that and and trying for it to come in as late as possible in your run. And you do that simply by laying out of the throttle, no. not throwing the car around. Where, how do you do it? Or is it all We're still in the process. So, it, we're, we're, I mean, you for sure need a good car, yeah. right? You need a car that can help you. Um, but I think in terms of, of when and how you attack, you take a lot of stress out of the tire when you do or when or you don't take that out when you don't. So... Um, so, I don't know. I'm still in the process of learning that. I, I don't know the right balance yet. Um, but I think whoever masters that the best will have just the best race all around. Um, because, man, tire deck here, like, obviously you deg every lap. But when you hit the cliff, it really is a cliff. Like, you, you will lose a lot of time. And if you can minimize that... Maybe you're not the best of the first 15, 20 laps, but you sure as hell will make it up at the last 20 laps. Going back to 2020, can you remember when that cliff hit? Yeah, I, man, I mean, it was also obviously cooler temps, um, but you start feeling it around lap 35, 40, where it starts kind of, and then from 50 to 60, it's like, um, and, it, and it really, it was very sensitive to how, how much you used of it. And it kind of goes to even the road course tire and every other tire. It's just how much are you willing to to give in in the beginning to have in the end? Or how much do you need to attack in the beginning to have some in the end? Um, and there's really no way to, to predict that unless you're trying. Were you frustrated with last week? Was I frustrated with last week? Uh, I mean, honestly, man... We're every every one of our weekends won't be perfect, and that that is understandable, and that's the series. It's so competitive, and for me, it was a new track, and for me, I, I just we we didn't find the pace. We di I couldn't attack, and um, we had a a car speed wise that was top fifteen. Um, the seven car had a, a really good weekend. But just because they're having a good week weekend doesn't mean I'm going to have a good one. Uh, two very different drivers driving the car. And he likes things that I don't, and I like things that he doesn't. So there's there's little compromises here and there, and, and we're, we're not always going to be fast six every single weekend. That's obviously always the goal, but it ain't going to be that way. And we've been flawless from Barber onwards. Um, you know, apart from a few things here and there in the races where it really is out of my control and out of the team's control in a way. But in Toronto, we just didn't have it. It was a point-saving day. And I think we did. We had a horrendous start because power just, just almost destroyed our front wing. So we had to, I had to step on the brakes, um, which then like six or seven guys swallowed upon us and uh, we got to like 21st or something. So in 11th place from being there is actually not bad at all um, considering where we were in qualifying and all that stuff but that's in the past I like this place so massive points day or days this weekend, weekend yeah right? it's, it's 106 points on the line or something uh, 
this will make or break your year, in my opinion. So uh, very important for us to have a good weekend here, and I think we will. You. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.